Hello, welcome back to the Live Reality Game Podcast. My name is Steven, and I'm back today with more Surviving Bloomington content for episode four. And I couldn't do this alone without someone here, the Ola Bananas. Drew, how are you doing? Uh, Steven, I don't know if you can read. I definitely did not eat all the bananas. Okay, my bad. We, we don't um, know the bananas went. They disappeared. Maybe Drew has an inkling. I'm sure we'll figure that out in the future. <laughs> it's great to be back. I'm excited that uh, I've been able to do a couple of these in a row. Uh, and I'm excited as always to be joined by you, Stephen, but also to be joined by someone who has been the cause of my downfall in a game before. <laughs> Hello, Sheree. What's up? What's up, everybody? It's been a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me to uh, this podcast. I'm excited to be part of it. I've been watching this uh, game, Survivor Bloomington, like no other game I've watched ever before. The editing, I mean, I'll, I'll get in, all into it. I think Casey is doing a phenomenal job in the edit. I, you don't see LRGs edited this way. You know, like they're they're so, it's so entertaining to watch. And on top of that, I know people, you guys, and more people playing this game. So it just makes it so much more fun to me as a viewer to watch it. And honestly, even if it didn't have, you know, some friends of mine, like you, Drew, and Steven, that didn't play the game, I would still watch it because the editing is just that good. So I'm excited to be here and talk about this episode with you guys. Uh, just some ground rules housekeeping. Uh, this is an interesting episode because all three tribes are going to the tribal council, but this episode really focuses on the red tribe, and they're going to tribal council. And Drew happened to be on the blue tribe. I happen to be on the yellow tribe. Therefore, we're not going to talk about... We're only going to talk about what we've seen in the episodes about those and leave that material to what's coming out tomorrow. So, okay. Sharif, you're welcome to speculate. Drew, Drew and I just won't be able to participate as much with that. That is fine. I'll be happy to speculate and see what happens tomorrow. Please do. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, Sharif, what have your thoughts been on the season so far, the first three episodes? I mean, okay, let me just say this out. Just because what I do for a living, I'm an editor and a cinematographer. So when I see something like this, Survivor LRG, and usually when you watch LRGs on YouTube, I mean, just be honest here, the editing isn't that great, okay? So it's like, it's hard to watch sometimes. I mean, we watch it because we want to see our friends play. We want to see make ourselves, of course, play as well. But sometimes I've been told, go watch this season. And I'm not going to tell you which season or what Survivor I'm talking about in general, but I'm going to say like, I'll watch it. And then when my friend gets voted out, I'll stop watching because honestly, it's hard to watch. Let's be honest sometimes. But in this one here, I mean, honestly, all my friends can be voted out. And I'll still be there to the end to see who gets crowned at the end because I just think Casey does such a great job of the edit and the storytelling. Uh, the music he does for this uh, show, my goodness, it's like you, you didn't know that jazz and piano would work for Survivor. And it really does work and the way he edits it. Uh, and also the storytelling, it's just fantastic. I think that, you know, uh, he's pulled something. He's worked so hard on this. I mean, I knew he was working hard on this project for a while, but you can see it really paying off. And I think it's just like a treat to you guys and me as a viewer to see how it just all came together. And honestly, that just, it's just like such a really good, worthy uh, show to watch. Like I'm right now, I'm in the cast. I'm kind of sick from work right now, not working, but I got Survivor Bloomington to go with Australian Survivor. So I'm happy to, to, to be here and talk mm -hmm. about it. Um, so what's, I guess, did anything surprise you or stand out for you for, from those opening episodes? Uh, well, okay, let me just throw this in there. I love the bounties. I really, mm. I love them. Um, I didn't, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before, um, where you see like somebody get keys. And I think that's just a whole nother complicated element that we'll get later into, especially in your tribe, um, Stephen, uh, that you're considering to do just to get extra pair of keys. <laughs> It's just very interesting. It's not, it's already Survivor is such a complicated game. And then when you throw in this element of bounties, my goodness, like you can go crazy with this game. So that's a nice addition, I think, that Casey threw into this game this season. And then you got some really strong players, I think. And I think we're getting some really good edits of who they are in the game. Yeah. Uh, Sharif, can you tell us a little bit about players on this season who you knew before the season? Of filmed? course. So I knew you, uh, Drew, from our season in Real Foot. Right. Of course, I know Steven from our podcast. He makes everybody feel like a celebrity. So I'm always, you know, <laughs> like after real for any other game, he makes us feel like celebrities. So, of course, I'm rooting for you guys. Uh, I know John through Survivor New York. I didn't play with him, but I was in the production. So I watched him play a little bit here and there. Uh, Melanie as well. Let's see who else I know. Um, Danny, I know them. And I think that might be around it, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. So I got my people I'm rooting for, uh, 
for sure. But I, honestly, it's just you just don't know how this is going to unfold. And I'd love to see. And you guys didn't spoil anything for me. So I'm here watching every episode. It could be, going. It could be Stephen going. I have no idea. At one point, I thought Stephen could go because you hear John talking about how Stephen was talking shit about him in the past. <laughs> that, that was such a wild episode for me, too. I'm like, wow, I, I, my name was out there. I had no idea. Yeah. And I'm like, Mike, I got to watch what I say to these podcasts now because you know, it might, might come back and haunt me. So, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just fun to watch you all play. Awesome. Um, so I wanted to go back a little bit to the bounty. What would you do if you were playing this twist? Would you keep the information yourself? Would you use it strategically? Would you gun for the person at some point? If if I knew about the keys? If you were playing the if you had the bounty twist in a game that you were mm -hmm. playing. Uh well, you know, it depends. It depends who my bounty is, first of all. And uh one thing I really liked, I think it was episode one, Jamie, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, he went to Mackenzie and told her that he has her as a bounty. Yeah. I think that was just pure smart. I thought yeah. that was Jamie, Jamie um, uses they them, and they do yeah. a great job, like immediately using it to build a connection. And like, there's more going on there than just like I do this information. They share a lot, but like I, that that was like I, I think that's that was my inclination to use it as well. Like weaponize it to break the break the bridge and alliance immediately. Absolutely, let's not target each other. Let's work together. That's what he. He used that approach to her, and it worked great, I thought. It might not work for everybody, but I think that it really depends who your bounty is, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that whoever you have, and you could work with that person, because some people had a choice to choose. I think Danny had a choice to choose who yeah. they had as a bounty. But if you're just giving somebody, yeah, it just it depends. It depends by case, case by case, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, so the most important question is do you see yourself on the chaos tribe or the order tribe not that drew and i are biased in any way shape or form and i have an idea yeah. of what you may want to say but if you fell into a season out order versus chaos where do you think you would land on that, that official tribe this is a theme that i really can't pinpoint you know i can't pinpoint where i would go i think it'd be it's a tough one i think i if i was put in this season with this cast i think i would do well with the order tribe mm -hmm. i think uh, I think I have a little tougher time on the chaotic tribe. I, I, from what I've seen you play, I don't think you play super chaotically. No, so I, I, think, I don't think you. I don't see that inclination in your gameplay. Right. Well, I got lucky. I got to play with people that wanted to play with me, so I could lay back a little bit more. Right in the past, mm -hmm. um, but if I if I had to, if I felt like I was in the outs, I would just go crazy. And why not be chaotic? This is Survivor. <laughs> you get to play this game how many times? Just go go have fun. So, exactly. Just yeah. have fun. Steal it's, some bananas. Exactly. Exactly. You're, some trail mix. That's a risk, that, uh, Drew. I loved it, by the way. I was, I love seeing how you came this season and just like took it by the horns, man. You like, first of all, uh, if I can be honest here, yeah, like you know, like our season, Real Foot. You're such a different player this season. I can tell already than you were back then. I felt very different. My approach was very different. I went into the game not freaking out, not trying to plan the long game. Yeah. I felt... Okay, I was like, is that my end? I'm not quite sure. Um, okay. You know, and, yeah. you know, Sharif, one thing Drew also does he watch all the Star Wars films in preparation? For <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> I know he did not do that. He really damn about Star Wars. You know, in case if he was like, you know, in the tent with with with, with two other players and he really the bonds to try to submit his place in the tribe, he watched all of them in, in a marathon. Yeah, sure. But the thing is, he had a choice. He had, he had a chance to talk about Survivor with us at Real Foot, and he said he never watched the episode or something like that. So that kind of backfired. What did I say? Remember when we were in the the tent and we're talking about Star Wars that that moment? Yes. Yeah. He, <laughs> he fades out. But then we talk about Survivor. Remember that? Yes. I on Real Foot. What I told people was that I had seen all of the seasons through as they aired, and then had rewatched them with my roommate over a binge, which was true. Oh. But I did not mention that I like knew Survivor. Like, okay. In depth. Yeah, because I felt like you didn't know everything we're talking about. So I think. Yeah, we could be wrong about that, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just going back, I just felt like you came to this game strong, very more confident, less nervous, you know, and you can definitely show like I thought you were really good in our season, but there was one moment particularly, you know, what I'm talking about, yeah, just kind of everything went south for you, and I think you learned a lot from that moment, and you can just tell like you come completely different, 
and I'm ready to play this game. So it's just no yelling game. at my tribe during challenges. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And then uh, let's talk about if it's okay. I'd like to talk about some players that really stood out to me this season yeah. already. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's no way you can talk about Bloomington without talking about Mackenzie. I think that she's playing the best game right now of, of, of the season so far. Everybody wants to work with her, uh, and she seems to be very likable. And everybody trusts her, too, on top of that. You know, when she won the immunity by, uh, what was it? The donations. The donations. Yeah. She didn't even need it, to be honest. Not even close. Um, but, you know, that's how good she is. Like, she can make you feel like comfortable with your friend out there. So I think she's playing a, a fantastic game out there. Um, let me see. Matt as well, by the way. And then I know Which there, one? Yeah. Uh, Big Matt, you call yeah. him? Yeah, <laughs> Big Matt. Playing a very calm game. I don't I, I don't see him freaking out or anything like that. I think he's very composed, and I think that he's – I don't know. I think he's one to watch for, to be honest. I think what we've seen from from Daddy Matt so far is in confessionals, he's able to kind of get out all of his like chaotic energy that he wants to do, and mm -hmm. then bring it in, and then go have those calm conversations. Yes, mm -hmm. he does it really well. I, I like his game style for sure. And uh, later in this episode, I'm just like, he shows it shows what he's able to do later. You know, this episode. Uh, I think that what you got going on, Drew, with Brady and Danny is a good thing. I think that you're very well, even if you went to tribal council, I think you are very well positioned. And I think that your your name is not even close to being mentioned. I will say I've been asked by a couple of different friends this week because we swapped from the original Chaos Tribe. I've, I was asked what I thought would have happened if Chaos had to go to tribal council pre-swap. Yeah. From my understanding, it probably if we would have had to go after the third round, like right before the swap, it probably would have been Marshawn mm -hmm. because Brady, Danny, and I were close. Through Danny, we had Kim and Rachel. Melanie and Tyler were just going to kind of go with wherever, and then Seth kind of as well. So that's my perception of it, is that the names in the air probably would have been Rachel and Marshawn, but it probably would have landed on Marshawn. Mm -hmm. But we... I, I did not talk about names with many people on that first tribe. I right. took it very easy. <laughs> yeah. Also that Marshawn mentioned to Kim, it was between her and Rachel last episode, I believe. Yeah. Which really backfires him in this episode over here. And you see Danny talking about it too. He's he, somewhere in episode three, I think it's 20 minutes in, you see Danny gets information that, uh, he caught wind that Marshawn mentioned that Danny wanted Kim or Rachel out, which is complete BS, Danny confirms. Right. So Danny says, uh, if you're going to mention my name, you better get me out because I'm coming after you. I should have had you as my bounty because he got to choose who wants the bounty instead of Seth. But I can't go back in time and neither can you. I love that because it backfires at Marshawn this episode. Absolutely. So, I think... Let's kind of dive into this swap um, yeah. a little bit. So we, Stephen, did we know that we were splitting into three tribes before we drew? No, not at all. I mean, so you go there, right? You see this challenge set up. You see it looks like a 2v2 challenge, right? You see kind of the planks of wood set up and like a, kind of a, like cardinal directions. You're like, okay, how's this going to work? And so you, we're, we're gearing up for a challenge, right? Because this is directly after Tribal Council. Like, like my tribe, we haven't even gone back to camp. Let's see. Uh, and then Casey's like, we're drawing buffs, and we think we're splitting the two tribes. And the yellow, the, and then we reveal the yellow buffs. Like, oh no, this is a three tribe swap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it. I was, you know, I'm not a fan overall when you see a tribe who has never gone to Tribal Council not get tested before, and that's what the chaotic tribe, the chaos tribe. You guys never went to tribal council, so you never know where where loyalties really, you know, lie. You never know, even though you're pretty sure the answers come out on tribal council. So that you guys didn't have that it was a little bit concerning for me because, to me, it would be like, okay, the order tribe is already outnumbered. It's probably gonna get outnumbered overall between three tribes. What's happening here? Mm -hmm. And they're just gonna pick them off one by one because they never got tested themselves before. Now, of course, there are cracks in the game that they're discovered and they'll be exposed. Uh, you know, let's go over the tribes here. Um, Dignitas, is, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, Dignitas. Dignitas. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's a, that, that's your tribe right there, Drew. It is. Yeah. So yeah. it's myself, Brady, Tyler, and Seth from Chaos, right. and then Doctor Jamie from order a person from order yeah and you see them in that moment you see dr jamie as soon as they see who is on our tribe just immediate face and hands like this is devastating that's called swap screwed for sure well we'll see because we have i mean we've we've heard that me and brady are tight we don't really know what seth has going on and tyler said in a confessional last episode like i'm ready to flip like at the first opportunity i'm ready to flip i'm not making boring tv as we said, it's not bad TV and it's a boring game. I love that. So it's, it's interesting. So we'll see what happens there. Then you're so lucky over here. You you are the lottery, maybe. You did big time, not just with the camp, but just even with the numbers. You got John with you is interesting. And then you have uh, Matt bit. with you as well, right? And then you have two of the chaos the chaos tribe members, Rachel and Melanie, right? Mm. So it looks like you know it, it looks good for you on the red tribe i'm really happy with it so this tribe looks messy to me because like even hearing the confessionals from this episode it's like okay so you have the three versus two dynamic but you also have steven has this beef with john mm-hmm. um melanie knows about all of the podcasts that people have done together Rachel has been on a podcast with Steven and John and has played in games with John. And then Matt is kind of on the outside looking in like, okay, all these people have connections. What can I do? So it's a very interesting dynamic to me. It is. So it's not, nothing's guaranteed. And I love that you see Steven talk about, should we, should I go after John? Cause three mm-hmm. keys is better than one, right? That, that's what you're thinking about right now. The bounty. And also I think that it's also like, he was going after you, so it makes sense kind of to like get that threat out of there. Even I don't know that he is at this point. At this point, you still don't that, know, that right? Okay. Is not with me at that point. Okay, so it's just original organic. You just want the bounty, the keys. <laughs> yeah, so you it. see me heavily musing about like, do I go for it now? Do yeah. I go for it later? Like, I in my mind, like I see John being a target for another tribe, and so maybe it was a way I can easily get the keys when they when if everyone's dogpiling boats on him. I don't know. Right. Right. So those two tribes, and you have the red tribe, which is pretty much all, I mean, it's just Mackenzie and Matthew, Big Matt, outnumbered right there, three to two, with Danny, Kim, and Marshawn, which honestly, uh, Marshawn got unlucky being on the tribe of Danny right there. And, and- I thought it was so funny, like watching the, ep- like, obviously I know from my perspective in game what was going on. I was not super keyed in on this Kim, Marshawn, Danny drama mm-hmm. that was happening on Chaos. Like I was very much on the outside of that, me and Brady were, and Seth. So watching the episodes and then seeing that those three happen to all end up on a tribe together is hysterical to me. That well, the three people at the center of the drama in Chaos all end up together. Exactly. Now, what would have happened, my question is, if it was you and Brady and Marshawn in this tribe, what would have happened, you think, in this case? I mean, that's a good question. I have no idea. Um, Me and Brady, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I wanted to work with McKenzie and Daddy Matt because I got picked up from the airport in the same car as them. <laughs> so we did not talk about game or anything, but we rode, you know, an hour from the airport together. Yeah. And Mackenzie and I were sequestered together the night before the game. So we had like a whole overnight of just like talking about like general stuff. So I really wanted to work with Mackenzie. So that would definitely be on my radar. Got it. Okay. But McKenzie won immunity that round, so then... I did, you... yeah. So let's talk yeah. about the immunity challenge. Um, well, I would like to break one other thing out first. Yes, please yeah. do. So let's talk about the new intro video. So we have a new intro video mm-hmm. for the Swap Tribes, in fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you all think of it? I thought it was fun having the little interjection with uh, the moment with Rachel and Casey. <laughs> was, yeah. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I thought it was... I mean, honestly, I think they're all good. So... It didn't really stand. I mean, I mean, the original intro was good, and so was this one. To be honest with me. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of Survivor South Africa. Survivor South Africa, they they constantly update that intro video, especially as you go through the merge for the mm-hmm. kind of say, hey, here are the jury members. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're still in the game. I kind of love that. It, I love it. 
yeah. Would love, yeah, I would love to see kind of living intro as well for this as we move to the, move to the merge later on. So, yeah, it's, I think it's fun to have that kind of evolve as the season evolves. Yeah, I agree completely. Once again, it's the effort of KC putting into the work in this season. So it shows. So we draw our new rocks. We go to our new camps. We have an overnight. The next morning, we walk in to do our first challenge of the day. And before the challenge, before Casey can even get a word in, we get Marshawn yelling to the new blue team, did y'all eat the apples and bananas? And Brady immediately says, no, we don't have apples or bananas either. And Tyler kind of jumps in and Seth kind of jumps in being like, like, no, we don't, we don't have the apples and bananas, which they're not lying. Mm-hmm. I, I will explain how this all like order of events in a second. Yeah. But, and then they're kind of like, okay, yellow, did y'all take them? And John's like, you think because we're wearing yellow, we took your bananas, <laughs> which is just so funny to me. Like, that's what he thought of. Yeah. Um, Sharif, what were your thoughts on this kind of explosion of Banana Gate? Uh, it's just a little chaos, you know, like just to, I don't think it's anything serious, but I think it's just a nice, it's it's like a funny, for me, if I was there, I'd take it kind of as a funny, like I, I would knew, like I, I think I would know somebody took it, obviously. I mean, they all did. Uh, if I was there, I probably think it would be you, Drew, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it, it, it meant a lot to you guys, huh? I tell. Yeah, I watching it back. I think in real time, I was more so standing there, like, okay, do not emote, do not show anything on your face, just like watch everything play out. But watching it back, like people were mad. They were talking about um, it every and, camp. right? And then that goes into the whole thing about where Yellow Tribe is like, well, at least you guys got to have fire. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, uh, Rachel sells this so well because, like, she she does like this. She because you y'all heard her when Casey's like, y'all have no ticket, and she's like, "Where's my tent? I was promised a tent. I'm was, so mad." And so, like, most upset, huh? Bro, she just plays it up again. Yes. Like, I love the little interrogation. Drew's like, "Like, how'd you sleep?" She's like, "How do you think we slept?" <laughs> and Drew's like, like, "You know what? I was keeping my mouth shut before. I'm just gonna shut it again." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, there's kind of beef between all the tribes now because Yellow Tribe is making us think that they have nothing. Right. Red Tribe is mad at they don't know which tribe for stealing food, and Blue Tribe's kind of vibing. Well, did you just eat the bananas or did you just get rid of them and hide it somewhere? So, order of events was we won in the first reward challenge along with other material things. We won uh, three or four bananas, two apples, and a bag of trail mix. I ate one of the bananas on that first day, and that's where I have my first confessional about it in episode two. When we swapped, there were still two or three bananas, the apples and the trail mix at the camp. We had to go back into our camps one tribe at a time to get our old belongings. And when we were there, I just shoved the bananas, apples, and trail mix into my bag and left. That night at, uh, at the new camp, I showed my tribe, my new blue tribe, that I had the bananas and apples. Jamie ate one of the apples because Jamie had not eaten all day from going to -to back-to-back tribals. And we were like, oh, we'll just eat the bananas and the other apple in the morning. Well, I woke up before everybody else, ate the bananas quickly, threw the peels out into the woods. So my tribe wakes up Mm -hmm. and is like, where are our bananas? And I'm like, I have no idea. Somebody must have come and taken them in the middle of the night. So my tribe was certain that Marshawn or John had snuck into our camp and stolen the bananas overnight. Right. So that's why when you hear when Marshawn's like, did y'all take the apples and bananas? Brady's like, we don't have our bananas either because Brady thought that our bananas were burgled. Got it. Yeah. My two favorite things from all this is one that the red tribe has Don war paint. And everyone has like little apples and bananas, like decorated. Yeah, (laughs) I just gotta love that whole thing. It's definitely an ongoing kind of joke. I love it too. Apples, bananas painted on their faces. Even John mentioned his shirt shirt is yellow, so it must be us. But my second favorite thing is like you know later in the episode, we see McKenzie's like, I think yellow did it. They like they wouldn't look me in the face, and that's because we're lying about something totally different at this point. Completely different. She's right. We're just not lying about that. Yeah, you guys lucked out big time. First of all, like, and you guys played it so well too. Like, everybody felt legit bad for the Yellow Tribe. 
sleeping outside, no fire, no tents. But you guys had the best setup. Sharif, sure. I didn't know they got to sleep inside until this episode aired. I'm sorry? I didn't even know that they got to sleep inside until this episode are you, aired. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. I had no better. idea. I, I was like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I, will, I will say, so Casey had just bought that house, to my understanding. And so it was not set up yet. So all the B-roll you see is like in the future after he's moved, fully moved in, got things set up. We had no cat. If there was a cat at Ponderosa with us, that would have been the best thing in the world. <laughs> that was not very unfortunately. That was gotcha. pure, pure B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was great. It was fun to see you guys. You see Matt talking about how, how he feels like he's a big brother instead of survivor. Because it mm -hmm. had that feeling, right? You guys were not out in the woods. You're not, you guys had a pizza just by drawing the, the rock. We got to take a shower. Oh, we did. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so we got to take a shower. We slept in the air mattresses. They brought like they brought pizza. We just hung out with Casey and some other production members. It was I'll say the good and bad. The good is like we're gonna be wet rested, refueled, mm -hmm. ready to go the next day. That's such a that's such a nice <laughs> yes. Uh, did you guys sleep you guys slept well that night? Oh yeah, I slept great. Good. Uh, I, and the downside is, like, I think you heard from Melly, is like, you know, you come at these games, like, preparing for the starvation and for the sleeping outside, and, and which is an experience we don't have in our day-to-day -day lives. So you're kind of like, this is what makes it exciting to have that. So on one hand, you're like, this is a huge advantage, and I get to sleep inside, and that's awesome. On the other hand, like, you're kind of like, well, I kind of wanted the, the whole starving, sleep in the dirt style. So, like, oh, you're going right back to it next day. More, more good than bad, though. Yeah, for sure. I don't think Rachel minded it at all. I think Rachel's Rachel, pretty happy. again... Was promised a tent. <laughs> yes. Well, she got a house. So, yeah. so she was okay with it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So we do get to see a little bit of a look into kind of the group discussions that you guys had. I'm sure not all of them. So I'm going to try to only focus on what we saw. Um, Steven, we do hear you guys talking a little bit about, it seems like old chaos is trying to get bits of information about like, oh, were you guys voting along the lines of bounties? Did you mm -hmm. discuss bounties? Like what was the decision-making process? Do you remember how much you guys gave away versus give away? I'm not going to go from a lot in depth. I don't know right. what you still covered, but I, at the time felt that Melanie and Rachel were far more forthcoming than we were being to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that made sense given what the easy perception of tri dynamics were of three two. Yes. And so it was both them being very upcoming with what they knew and thoughts about your tribe. Uh, and, and honestly with us saying like like, yeah, we voted down, we voted down the line. <laughs> it's like that's true and also not much information. Yeah, Rachel's filling all of my business, telling people that me, Danny, and Brady are close, and oh, they're so good at hiding it. Rachel, mind your business. It's not about it. <laughs> Keep my name out of your mouth, Rachel. <laughs> and also, Stephen, you're talking about maybe throwing the possibility of throwing a oh, challenge, yeah. which, you know, you see it backfire because you all go to tribal council. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I don't know it's backfire. It's, it's more of nullify. Yeah, like, nullify. How about that? Okay. So that, that plan doesn't matter. But if it wasn't that way, what would you have? What do you think would have been the course that your tribe would have taken? Would you have possibly thrown the challenge away or would you have tried to win it? You know, I've never, I like winning and I've, I like the advantage winning gives and gives you with time to connect and build the tribe. And frankly, I would have loved to just completely one out and never, and, and like that way you can really build relationships with these people. Right. And then have that as, as like a, as something moving forward. Cause I was like, man, I think I need every advantage I can get coming to whatever this version may be. Cause I'm not going to be able to rely on order tribe because we're down the numbers. Yeah. True. Good point. So it was it was on the fence, something that we were kind of throwing around, but I didn't know like like how much we wanted to go about doing it. But it was just like, hey, let's just keep this as an idea on the table because like of the tribes, we can we could afford it. And yeah, you definitely could. And was this discussed between you, Matt, and John? All three of you guys discussed it, or I think so. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. We also see uh, this night, Melanie finds a parchment for a free key. So Melanie gets that. We also see later, just because there's a lot else to discuss on Red later, what we see Danny kind of find a similar parchment. So they get uh, an extra key as well. Um, so good for them. Yeah. I couldn't find anything to save my life. I was I'm wondering, It. I mean, it's kind of a disadvantage if if you felt like you were getting swap screwed 
getting put in that house may have been actually a disadvantage because I don't think there were parchments or keys hidden in the house. Not to my knowledge. Whereas there were in the camps. Yeah. So, point. yeah. Something. Yeah, I mean, I think about. it's a house. I wish I'd been more aggressive with wake up earlier, not going to sleep and grabbing people and going outside, having more one at one time. That's a great though. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anything else from the yellow tribe? No, I think that pretty much covered it. They had a nice night at the, at the house. They slept well. They played it off very well the next day with the other tribes feeling bad for them. Sorry for Rachel them. MVP. Yeah. Rachel lead actress there. He sold it very well. Sure. Um, so then we get into this immunity challenge. We find out that all three tribes are going to tribal, which awful, awful. Yeah. Uh, Casey did tell us, he said before the game started, he said, this will be the hardest pre-merge. Mm -hmm. Like it, you will have to fight to get through this pre-merge. And he was, he was right. Um, yeah. As soon and, as we saw like all of us were in the tribal council and three tribes, were like, okay, yeah, that'll merit it. Yeah. So for this challenge, um, each tribe will have one person immune. We each have to stand on a little balance beam holding a disc with a ball on it. After 10 minutes, another ball will be added. 10 more minutes, another. The last person standing from each tribe will win immunity. It, also, this was not said, I don't think, but the last, the order that the tribes dropped off was the order of tribal council. Right. So red went first, then yellow, then blue. Um, so we see Mackenzie win for Hospitium. We see Matt win for Spez. And then I win for Dignitas. Congratulations. Thanks. I was not expecting to win that challenge. Balance is not a strong suit of mine, but. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that, what, like, I was such a struggle of a challenge for me because I. The balance beam was so narrow. <laughs> yeah. Fit. Imagine me. I'm, I, I'm a terrible balance in general. Yeah. Imagine that for me. I was just thrilled to make it for the first 10 minutes and move on to the second round. And then, like, I was yeah. okay because the ball, the ball separate in the play. I'm like, well, what can yeah. you do? That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else specific from this challenge. I know that the last four people standing, it came down to me, Tyler, McKenzie, and Matt. Mm -hmm. um, Matt dropped. Or no, Mackenzie dropped, then Matt dropped, and me and Tyler were the last two people in the challenge, and Tyler dropped. Mm -hmm. um, so that was it. Was nice to win. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I think the only other thing I'll say is, and I know a little. It was important for John and I that little Matt beat Melanie. What, what I'm sorry, what was that? It was important for little Matt to beat Melanie just because he can give us options. So that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So about the red tribe here, yes. Mackenzie wins it, which. Uh, <clears throat> I was worried about Matt at this point because obviously the numbers are not in your favor if you're if you're Matt, and I felt like he said that he he stepped out on purpose, right? To to make it believe. I'm sorry, am, I, am I jumping ahead here? No, you're fine. Okay, that he stepped out on purpose, stepped down on purpose, so that he doesn't seem like a threat, and mentioned Marshawn's name, I think, to Kim, mm -hmm. while he stepped out. Um, risk that's a big risk that he took there. Do we do we believe that he threw that challenge? Okay, so we, we have the Facebook <laughs> chat, Drew. Right? The Facebook okay. chat, Mackenzie's asked, like, does this like mean my victory wasn't truly me winning? And well, a big Matt basically said, I was never gonna win that, so I I, I stepped down way earlier. <laughs> so yeah. I, was, I was like, I knew that was not gonna be a win for me, so yeah, I think that's, that's what big Matt has been saying post game. Okay, fair. <laughs> Because my question when that confessional aired, I was like, are we just saying we threw it? But he, he has said no. I like in our chat, he said no, I, I knew I would not win. Okay. So okay, so at this point we think that Matt's in trouble, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. Because I would have felt better for both of them if Matt won and Mackenzie lost. Because I think Mackenzie can get her away with Kim and Danny easier than Matt would have and i think the reason why matt is still in this game i believe it is because he was in the tribe with mckenzie as well i think i think mckenzie helped a lot solidifying that alliance with danny and kim 
I mean, we hear Kim say that McKenzie's her new number one, which I think this is Kim's like fifth number one that she's had in the game because she had Rachel and then she had Marshawn and then she had Danny and now it's McKenzie. So that's four number ones that Kim's had in the game so far. Okay. Well, then McKenzie better watch out then. (laughs) But so, okay. So this is interesting. And then we have a lot of uh, strategy talk from Matt of what he's thinking about possibly doing, right? Um. And I find it interesting. At one point, he's mentioning he has four keys at this point. Does he not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't know that he has four keys because I don't think he had been delivered Alex's keys yet. So he knew that he got one or more from Alex. But he, but he, he knew Alex been, too, I think. Yeah. Right. But he had not been manually delivered those keys yet. So he, he did not them. know how many he was getting from Alex. Um, okay. So, but he he has four. Okay, so I, I want to break us up and ask ask something because like we're going chronologically, but that episode doesn't do that. Sharif, what was your thought about saying the the tribal council? The okay, vote let's go back. Let's back go back into because I thought this was awesome. I love dude. I was so guys. mad when I was watching this episode. I was like, "Are you kidding me, Casey? You didn't get any footage of them?" Right. Okay. So <laughs> after the challenge ends. We go to tribal council and I'm like, oh, we don't get to see any strategy talk. We don't get to, this is like, maybe they were just out of you know camera people or the phones died or something or cameras were not charged. I don't know. I was like, this, this kind of is like, damn, that's a shame. And then we're still like 15 minutes left in the episode. I know how long these episodes are. It's like 15 minutes. So I'm like, oh, great. So we're just going to go to tribal council, see red vote somebody out, then see yellow get voted out somebody and then uh, blue without any storytelling. And I was like, this, this is kind of like, damn. And then what happens? Surprise! Rewind, hits, and we go back in time. And I love that. Like, oh yes, yep. okay. So we get to actually see a little bit what's going on, and not just a little bit, a lot more than I expected. And it goes into detail. He goes into like the whole debate uh, argument between Kim, Danny versus Marshawn, and what Marshawn had to say about Kim and Rachel. We the first voted out, which was not possible because Kim had immunity, right? Donation, but. It, it, I just love that edit. It goes back and like, okay, good. Because I was not looking forward to seeing somebody get voted out without a story to tell. And I'll see the next tribes. I thought really it was going to go that way. Red, yellow, blue, out. Next episode tomorrow. And that's it. Okay. Was not looking forward to that. But the whole rewind section of storytelling, fantastic. I love the KC. Please do more of these. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it gave it a little bit. Because I know Survivor, CBS Survivor likes to have that whole mystery aspect. Like, who's the vote going to be? How's it going to go? And I think Casey plays into that because you have the expectation like there's three original chaos, two original order. Big Matt is vulnerable. You can see he's pl- you can see he's distraught at tribal council. You're like, okay, the boat seems like it's going for him. And then you back up and you unfold like what's really happening in the stride. You would think that, right? You would think Matt's going home right now if you had not seen a little bit of possibility of what could happen, which mm-hmm. And he does a good job, I think, of playing it up at Tribal. So when we're seeing this, like, the Q&A back and forth between Casey and the Red Tribe at Tribal, Matt is doing a great job at – and he has confirmed to me in, like, one-on-one conversations uh, in this past week. (laughs) He has confirmed to me. He was like, yeah, I was a little nervous, of course, because I was – like, there's always the opportunity for blindside. But he confirmed, like, he was very much playing up the nerves to make sure that that Marshawn thought that he was going out. It was, uh, okay, so let me go back here a little bit because you yeah. see, at this point, we're not sure if Matt's really 100% comfortable with the plan going forward. He, he's right. talking about, I got to talk to uh, Mackenzie. Maybe we can get that, you know, mm-hmm. we can get four keys and I, we'll, we'll have an uh, extra vote. Which I don't, I, I don't remember, like, Drew, the extra, the extra vote didn't persist beyond, like, the, like, a tie right? i would have asked i would have just asked production i don't think that was yeah. something that for me was ever brought up yeah that see, that was my question because there'll be a revote right yeah matt and marshawn couldn't vote and mm-hmm. then it would still be matt then in that case because two to one so right. yeah. it wouldn't have worked in that case so the best if he really felt he was in the outs he wouldn't have to play a shot in the dark with four keys mm-hmm. right which he didn't do which it's it's uh you know it's a ballsy move not to play Sean in the dark if you feel like you're out, but you, you can see that he felt more comfortable with the plan. And I think that Danny and Kim really spoke to him about like how Marshawn was kind of rubbing off everybody the wrong way back at their chaos 
Mm-hmm. Right? So maybe he felt more comfortable hearing that and decided not, not to play his shot in the dark. And it paid off. He still has all his keys. He's still in the game. And now I don't know what happened. Like, let's say if they go to Chapel Council again, this would be interesting. Don't yeah, so it, it, it kind of seems like what happens in this tribe is McKenzie and Matt are trying to figure out who they can latch onto to not be in the minority. Danny is kind of like, I'm ready to get rid of Marshawn. Like, I'm tired of Marshawn throwing my name out there. So Danny goes to Kim, who is close to McKenzie now. Kim and McKenzie are close. And is like, hey, let's go Marshawn. And Matt and McKenzie are like, sounds good. And Kim's like, I don't know what I want to do, what's going on. Which is where we get Danny saying, like, I want to play with pragmatic players. I don't want to play with emotional players. And right now the pragmatic players are Matt and McKenzie. So I want to play with them. And then ultimately, Kim ends up voting alongside them as well, just because of Marshawn, for lack of a better phrasing, making a mess. Right. Right. And she is, to be honest, it looks like Kim is more nervous and panicked than Matt is in this episode. Even though she has immunity... Mm-hmm. You can tell that she's playing this game hard because she wants to make every move is so calculated. I feel like she's making. She wants to make sure that the move she makes is going to pay off in the future, right? And I think that you have immunity, you have numbers, and I get it. You're voting against one of your own, but this person also was mentioning your name in the first place. So it's not much of a loss, I feel like, for her, but she takes it like even more like emotional than she, I think, should. But you know, that's her game. And I think that she, you know, like survivor, we get to play it one time, twice, and we want to make sure every move we do benefits us in the future. I, I think that she made the right choice here. Yeah, I wonder if there's a world room where Kim can patch things up with uh, Marshawn. I think if Kim were to patch things up with Marshawn, then there would have to be a lot of work put in to getting Danny and Marshawn back on the same page. That's tough, because I don't see Danny putting themselves in a position where they trust Marshawn again. Agreed. A hundred percent. I don't think that would happen. So I think Danny would like, like you said before, you mentioned my name, you better get me out. And I, I think he holds a grudge against that. In the, yeah. Game, in the game. But uh, yeah, I wonder, I guess it's, it's probably not the world where Kim repairs things with Marshawn is able to, the, to get Danny on her side as well, just for one vote. What a big Matt. And hey, if we lose again, we take out Marshawn. Right. We do also get someone, I don't remember, I think it was Danny, says that they hear Daddy Matt up two hours before everyone yeah. else out looking for stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's that seems to be on brand for what I know about Daddy Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't find anything because I don't know if, if any idols have been found in this game yet. Have there? No. No. So right now we haven't, seen, we haven't we haven't seen we haven't we haven't even seen they we haven't gotten well I guess gotten some second person footage of players searching with like yeah and we saw like people in the episode with, like Drew with the stick searching yeah with me with the stick I was like there yeah. are no idols over here we hear Seth saying like I want to go look for idols but I know I can't because I don't want to get caught right so. Um, there are no idols in play, but the bounties are just the next best thing people are thinking about in this game. And it really does it does affect people's decisions, you can tell. Listen, think, you never know. There could be an idol in someone's possession. Casey I, hides a lot. It could be a little rewind, and then an idol pop out. Who knows? Never uh, I also think it was interesting how Marshawn asked for the keys from Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I asked, think it's crazy. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. You can tell that Marshawn um, does not have a ton of experience watching Survivor. And so, like, I think in his mind, like, oh, yeah, it just makes sense. Like, he's going to go out. He knows he's going to go out. So I might as well try to get what I can out of this. Yeah, okay. So he took out the possibility he might want to play Sean in the dark for himself. Right. Give the keys to Mackenzie or something instead. That will make more sense than give it to him. But, Mm -hmm. okay, interesting. I thought that was just fast. I, he asked for it too. And yeah, I, I asked. Like, well, if somebody I asked Matt how these. this conversation went this week, uh, and Matt was like, "Yeah, Marshawn came up and uh, asked me for them," and I just said, "Well, let's just see what happens." <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I wish we caught that on tape. That would have been a great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was hilarious. I, like, 
wow, okay, somebody asking me for my keys? No, that's not happening. But uh, uh, anything else about Red before we get to Tribal Council? Uh, let's see. I took some notes here. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, I don't think I have much more to add. I just think it was surprising for me to see that Kim and Mackenzie clicked like that. And also that Mackenzie, uh, that Kim was like, hey, I think I've, I've already talked this way that, that Kim has kind of swapped and never won. And maybe this is just, you know, Kim. Kim one hand is playing a fluid game, but also Kim Kim just Kim, Danny, and, and Marshawn just hanging on the tribal council. So nothing had been really nothing was solid yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think Marshawn was a little more comfortable than he should have been. It yes. Was, so. Definitely yes. was. But like I see Matt looking around. I see like, but Marshawn's kind of hang, hanging the hammock, joking around. Well, I, it gives me a sense that Ward never got back to Marshawn that. That people have people were putting together that he had leaked things out and like I don't think he got a sense that I don't think people brought that news back to him. That I don't like, think Marshawn understood the perception of him. Sure, doesn't seem from like other it. people because he there's the thing that clip that was flashed back to that Mackenzie talks about where right after the swap Casey's like Marshawn how are you feeling and Marshawn's like I hate this I don't like this tribe I want to be back with my old tribe and Mackenzie's like why would you say that? that yeah. That, that didn't help him either, did it much when mm -hmm. there's three tribes and he said that I'm disappointed. I'm like, this is not the things you say <laughs> at all, but okay. Um, I think I guess you live and learn and learn these not to do these things again in the next game, but <laughs> yeah. right. And it also, I think it helps that for Danny. So, Danny, the previous round, Danny had spent all round trying to like squash this information that Marshawn had put out that wasn't true. So, Danny's already very much in game mode. Uh, whereas Marshawn has not had to turn on game mode yet. We even hear Marshawn say at Tribal Council, like, yeah, we're going to get through this vote and then we're going to keep winning challenge. Yeah. So, it just seems like maybe Marshawn. My was, strategy. Right. It seems like it seems just like Marshawn maybe had not fully turned on game mode yet and also was not aware maybe of the perception of him. Right. That, that's very possible. I don't think it, that ever came back to him. Like Kim found out that it was bullshit pretty much what yeah. he's been saying. So, yeah, makes sense. So we get to tribal. There's a bit more of discussion about Banana Gate and it <laughs> seems like they think it's the Yellow Tribe. They even say that at one point they try to sneak off to like kind of spy on Yellow Tribe, but they get caught by KC, which is hilarious. Because um, yeah, like, because so like, <laughs> Blue and Yellow Tribe, we haven't seen Yellow Tribe yet in that episode, but Blue and Yellow Tribe are in the woods. Yellow Tribe isn't. We're kind of out more in an open space, and you, if you can, if you get to the front of Yellow Tribe, you can kind of peek and see the entrance of the Red Tribe. Okay. Yeah, Blue so Tribe was on the other side of the planet. <laughs> like, we're not even close. Um, but, yeah, anything interesting come up at that tribal council for you guys? For me, it was more like, no. I think it was pretty clear cut for me. I think it was a little misdirection that Matt threw in there, you know, like saying it could be him. We'll see where it goes pretty much. Uh, just to keep Marshawn, you know what I mean, like comfortable. I think he did a good job at that. Uh, I did like the part that Marshawn took his hands away from Mackenzie and Kim. Yeah, yeah my that, favorite scene. The guy has a good sense of humor. You know, you can tell. He so does. It's, it's yeah, good. he's it's very good. funny. Martin didn't take it personal, which was nice to see that. You know, there's a there is a scene uh, in Redemption. I hope the world gets to see with Marshawn. I'm very excited for it. I hope we get to see a Redemption episode with all the. Yeah. People voted out. That's all I'm saying, Casey. But I hope we do see that because I think that'd be fun to watch. Um, yeah, there's a clip that Casey shared with the group chat a couple months ago that involves Marshawn at Redemption Island, and I very much hope that it gets. Oh yes, I'd love to see it too. I think that'd be entertaining for sure. <laughs> um, I also think it's hilarious that every episode Casey continues to include montages of people looking for things at the voting booth, but no one has found the key there yet. Right there, so small. So it's small. right there. It's like sticking out a little bit. Yeah, that's really well hidden, I guess, because you guys are looking well, everywhere for the key. I mean, clearly we did our homework. We watched last season. We knew the bulls were hidden in stuff. And I don't think any of us. I mean, I, I'm very excited to see if someone finds it. Yeah. I haven't gotten to vote yet, so <laughs> I haven't had an opportunity. Lucky you. <laughs> don't complain. That's awesome. But, uh, um, okay, so we get the vote come up four to one. We get the voting confessionals. 
basically where Mackenzie and Matt are saying like, yeah, seems like you might've caused some mess. Um, Danny's like, don't throw my name out. Yeah. Like from my mouth to God's ears, I hope you go home. <laughs> um, and then Kim saying like, I'm sorry. Like, I really like you as a person, but this miscommunication that happened on the original chaos team is just too much. And I'm not dealing with it anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And she took it the hardest. I mean, she, like you can tell when she's voting, she's having a hard time with this vote. Right. Cause mm -hmm. yeah. it was bad about it. But at the same time, I do think she made the right choice in this case. And I think it's so interesting. Cause I'm watching, um, I watched this episode um, for the second time the other night. And I watched with a friend who's never watched Survivor before. And we watched all four episodes back to back. And wow. she she was kind of confused. Like, I don't understand why people are so emotional with, like, these strangers. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't understand. Like it's, so, like, it's so hard to explain how emotionally invested you get, not only in the game, but also in these people that you've just met for the first it's time. Like some, it's like summer camp. It, it you know, yeah. in the beginning, I didn't get it either. I thought I would have an easy time. And then when you go there, you know, especially in these, even a weekend game, you know, but imagine like a real full game, a five-day game or Bloomington. You spend a lot of time with these people out in the camp, out in the woods. You don't go camping much. I know I don't go camping much. So it's right. a cool experience. You bond with people. And then you got to vote them out. It's it's such a, oh, I hate that feeling. Like, before I go to games, I'm excited. And when I go to Tribal Council, I'm like, I really hate this. I, why, why do I love this game? Right. right, and I, I get I get the emotional part that Kim is showing because I feel the same way inside sometimes when I vote people out. But uh, yeah, it's a tough game. So we get our voting confessionals, and then we get our credits, and then it's the end of the episode, or so <laughs> we thought. Yes, because you come back, Drew. Of course, <laughs> yeah, Drew. So like, I get the bananas and trail mix, but you burned the twine. How? So that was kind of an accident that I just like. So like I said, I woke up that morning before everyone else, and it was cold. It was cold outside, so I wanted to get our fire back going. So I'm, you know, shaving magnesium, whatever. I get the fire going, and like the fire pit is a circle of rocks on the rocks because we had added um our blue stuff to our torch so we have like the paint supplies the twine the like wooden beads or whatever sitting on those rocks where we had decorated our torches last night and i knocked the twine into the fire accidentally as i was getting it started and it didn't light but it was like sitting there in the ashes and i'm like you know what <laughs> why take it out yeah. so i just built the fire on top of it <laughs> nicely done <laughs> And let me tell you, Jamie was not happy about that after the game. <laughs> Jamie was like, I cannot believe you were the one that like got rid because we we searched for that twine. Um, but it was Jamie was not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So yeah. So Sharif, do you have a favorite quote from this episode? Favorite quote from this episode. Yeah. Oof. I mean, my last favorite quote was Danny from episode three. This one, let me think. That's a tough one. Uh, not that it stands out right now, to be honest. I'm sorry. I can't say that. Uh, let me think. I have two written down for my quote of the episode. Please. I, I have, the only person I'll call daddy will be paying my bills. <laughs> <laughs> and I have written down... I the the line that made me laugh the hardest said I don't care if this is self-centered but I was I forgot that I had burned the twine so me throwing it at the end also I threw our twine in the fire was just so deadpan I don't know how I delivered it that way but I I really enjoyed my delivery of that personally Yeah I my I'm, I go to Rachel uh, for her line it's like I expected that so she is so mad in the moment with KC because like oh well that's the only reason why she came out it's like you tell me there'd be tents I said yes there'd be tents and where's my tent I'm not giving a tent and then they, they just a big reveal she's like okay I yeah. forgive you now <laughs> yeah that's that was fun to watch uh KC has information for you Sharif yeah uh there will be an episode in the future so <laughs> I love it it's for you I'm looking forward to it for sure Thank you. Casey, seriously, you done doing an amazing job. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm just happy that the next episode is tomorrow. Right. And I'm already speculating what could happen over here. Yeah, so, let's jump into some speculation. Yeah, uh, no, let's, talk about it. let's talk about uh, Yellow Tribe. Let's talk about Steven's tribe. Yeah. Like you said before, that's a mess, that tribe. Um, so, Steven, you guys have the advantage here, three to two, but I don't think it will go as smooth as that. I think that 
I just think that you're going to consider doing something with John, I feel like. But also, John has an in with Rachel because they know each other from the past. So it could... I, uh, I think Melanie might be in trouble on this one. Mm. That's my guess. Um, do you think? Do you think Rachel would vote out Melanie if she knows it saves her? She might. She, she goes with Ethan and John. If it saves her, she might go against Melanie. It's possible. Um, I don't know much about the dynamic duo of them too, Melanie and uh, Rachel. I don't know if they if they were close in their original tribe. We did not see either of them talk about each other on Original Chaos. Mm -hmm. And in my personal experience, I did not see them hanging around each other a lot, except for they did bond over both being moms. Yeah. And Brady wants to work with the moms. Right. But Brady's not in that tribe. So that's not doing any favors there. See, see, I did go back in the episodes and I was kind of trying to get some research. And I know that you, Brady, and Danny were good. And you're in a tribe of... Brady, so I think that's very good for you guys over there. Uh, plus, you got the numbers, but I don't think Jamie's in trouble either, to be honest. So who's in trouble? I think Seth might be in trouble in your mm. tribe. Interesting. I don't think you. I, I think he's a, for me even as a viewer. I have a hard time reading him, right? I don't know what he's doing most of the time. Like I do, I do think he looks for idols, and I think that you guys might be wary of that, but. There's no idol talk either. So I think yeah. he's in trouble in your tribe. A lot of Seth's confessionals have been, I'm trying to pace myself. I don't want to play too fast. I don't want to play too hard and then get in trouble for overplaying. Right. Right. But I just feel like I feel like you're safe. I feel Brady's safe. I, I think Jamie's safe too for some reason. I think this is one. I think it's just too easy to go against that one. So, Yeah. So I do think in your tribe, Seth's in trouble. And in my guess in tomorrow's episode, I think Melanie might be in trouble. Okay. Uh, what do you think might happen were uh, the red tribe to have to go vote again? That will be very interesting. Uh, I think Mackenzie will be... I, I, it could be... It could backfire on uh, Kim, to be honest. I think that Matt and Mackenzie are not doing anything as each other. I think they're, they're a duo in that tribe. And I think... Danny, see, I don't know who Mackenzie feels closer to, Danny or Kim. That's my problem. So I think it would be one of them two, to be honest. I think after this vote, I think that Matt and Mackenzie are both safe. And it could be one of them. And they're going to try to swing one of them to their side to vote them out. That's my guess. I'm excited, I'm excited to see it. Honestly, I would love to see many, you know, like, in my head, like I, I wanted to see your tribe go to travel town. I was so curious to see what would happen in that case. I didn't get to see it. None of us did, but I just have assumptions where it could happen. Uh, I do think Marshawn was in trouble in your tribe as well, you mentioned earlier. But in this tribe, I think that Kim voting against Marshawn could backfire on her. Interesting. Well, yeah. I believe my assumption yeah. is that tomorrow we are getting the uh, Spez and the Dignitas Tribal Councils. Oh, we're yeah. both Tribal Councils tomorrow. Yeah, my, that's my assumption. I'm okay. not 100% sure. Got it. Um, but that, that would be my assumption. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for that episode for sure. Uh, so let's kind of let's get into our players of the week. So Sharif, I'm not sure if you've been watching or not, but every week we do a we give out the bloomies, the bloomy points. Okay. Um, where we each will choose someone to give three points, two points, and one point uh, for player of the week. Um, my shortlist has seven people on it, so I'm going to have to figure this out on the fly. <laughs> okay. My goodness, this is tough. Let me think. I wish I knew about this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so. I can go first for my one. Please, yeah, yeah. One point. Um, I'm gonna give one point to Danny. Um, I think Danny was in a tight situation, being one of the three people eligible to be voted this round, and mm -hmm. Danny had has this pre-existing issue with Marshawn, kind of trying to bust Danny. And so I think this is a good episode for Danny because Danny is successful in knocking out uh, someone who is not beneficial for their game. Mm -hmm. uh, is able to move forward as a result, potentially get closer to the cam and continue to build an alliance as a result, and also realize, like, you know, I want to work with certain types of players, and Big Matt and McKenzie may be those players. So I think um, Danny is giving giving themselves options in this game mm -hmm. and eliminating um, threats. 
Um, so I, I, th I thought this was I thought this was a good move for Danny overall. I think I'm gonna dare I say I give my one point to myself. <laughs> I mean, happened. I I want immunity, and so far I'm getting away with Banana Gate. So I think that I had a pretty solid episode, even though we did not get very much from me or from my tribe. I think that it was a very strong episode for me. I agree. Okay. I'll give my point to Big Matt over here in this episode. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, him, I, we'll never know if it's true or not, if he stepped down on purpose for that immunity. But if it was true, it didn't hurt. It, it, he's still there in the game. And he did, you know, convince along with Mackenzie to, you know, Danny and Kim to stay in the game. And he didn't have to use his keys for Shaun the Dark. Him being outnumbered and pretty much the only one outnumbered because it's only him and Mackenzie in the tribe. Didn't win immunity. It looks like it would be him, but him to be able to talk to the rest of the tribe with Mackenzie's help and also keep the keys. That is so crucial to keep yep. the keys for later gameplay, which can come so handy. I think he has four keys now, which is an extra phone in the yep. future. Two thirds, two thirds of an idol, essentially. Exactly. So it's like I think that he did a good job. He remained calm, cool, collected, and didn't cash in those keys and played the game. And now he has, I think, the majority of the key, the most keys in the game, right? Yep. And still in the game, even being outnumbered. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That's why I'm giving uh, Daddy Matt my two points this week. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, uh, okay. So we're doing one, two, three here. Yeah. No. What? No. No. You're good. You're fine. You're okay. great. You're great. Are you yeah. doing? Wait. Are you giving him three or two? No, I'll give oh, him two. No, no. You know what? I will give him three keys. I'll give him. Okay. Yeah. Three points. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, I'm giving him two. Um, I completely agree with everything you said. I also think that it was smart of him to get up early to look for more. Uh, items hidden in camp, knowing that numerically he's on the bottom, especially with McKenzie and Kim being safe. I think he played tribal council well. I think he played camp life well. Um, so I, I completely agree with everything that you've said. Right. Steven or me again? For the next um, I'll just finish mine out. Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to give my three points this week to – oh, I did not think this through. I'm going to give my three points to Kim because Kim – it seems like what we're seeing episode after episode is Kim kind of being in a central position. Um, on the original Chaos, a lot of people were coming to her, wanting to work with her. She was having a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations. She was, yes, she was in the center of the drama and mess that was occurring, but she was not ever the one in the position where she was thrown under the bus or the one making the mess. Right. Um, in this new tribe, she's in the center where every single person is wanting to work with her. Um, she connected the bridge between the old chaos and old order. I just think Kim is playing a very uh, strong game right now where she's in the power position, but people are not looking at her being like, Oh, Kim's in the power position. Mm -hmm. um, see, okay. Um, my point on that is like, it's yeah, she has a very good position here, but she also has immunity, right? So people will come to you if you have a mm -hmm. in that point. Um, but I, I, but I agree everything you're saying though, Drew, I do. My two points, the next one would be uh, Danny for me. I think Danny you know, eliminated a threat that he mentioned earlier wants to get rid of in the previous episode, and he was able to complete it. And uh, yeah, I think that they did exactly what they said they'll do, and Marshawn is, is not any uh, beneficial to their game. So I think that he, he gets my two points for definitely that move. I, I don't think Kim would have done that move if Danny was hesitant. So, and then my one point, uh, it's, it's going to be everybody on Reddit, unfortunately, today. But that's the Tribal Council here. Yeah, that's the Tribal Council. The Tribal Council. My one point would have to be Mackenzie. I think that um, it would have to require somebody that Matt could trust and work with. And I don't th I think if, let's just say, he was there with uh, anybody else, it might be a little bit harder to sell to vote Mark Marshawn as opposed to Matt himself. So I think Mackenzie helped a lot with uh, Marshawn getting voted out and keeping Matt. So it's uh, three for uh, Matt, two for Danny, one for Mackenzie for me. Yeah, I think those are great picks. I completely agree with you.
Oh, my remaining two, two, two and three. It's not gonna be such a surprise. I'm doing two McKenzie. Uh, just I, uh, I think there's a lot of value to McKenzie having went one immunity. I think that constrained options much in her favor. And really, Kim telling her, and again, this is we're seeing Kim telling Mackenzie, not Kim telling us that, that I think you're my number one. Uh, Mackenzie's continually winning allies, right? And I think this is a real victory and maneuverability for Mackenzie's position in this tribe. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was all really payable for her, as well as helping provide the means to or get much march on getting out. And finally, my three points, it, same to you, Sharif, goes to Big Matt. I I'm not, I can't have much to add what you said, but I think one thing that stood out to me is that when you are in that minor position, there, you feel like you need to scramble. You do everything. And we, and we saw else that we know we that we know that Big Matt was out searching for idols, whatnot, but he didn't overplay and like freak people out, which is so important because he yeah. could have like, like gone full like assault, do everything possible, try to flip him or something and really freak people out to the point where Kim and Dan is like, no, no, Big Matt needs to go first. But he didn't do that. And I thought that was so I thought that was a good read on his part too. Yes, he you know he stepped down, he talked to Kim, he put put Marshawn's name up, but he didn't like go overboard and scare people as a result. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. Yeah, he played very well this week for sure. All of them did. But yeah. Drew, do you have anything else to add about this episode? I, think, I feel like we've we, we've 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 mined it for all the content I have listed. Let me scan my notes. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what I have. I I am very excited to see the other two tribals because that red tribe was a mess, and I'm sure that the other two tribes will be no different. I'm excited for it. Seriously, I'm really curious what Yellow's going to do yeah. and what you guys are going to do. Blue tribe. I don't think Drew. it's a cut. You're, what are you excited to see in the Yellow Tribe this next episode? What am I excited to see in the Yellow Tribe? I'm excited to see how all of these pre-existing relationships affect what happens in the game compared to... it. There's discussion of in-game relationships versus out-of-game relationships. Like I said, obviously out-of-game, there's uh, some tension between you and John, but then in-game, you and John have worked together mm-hmm. alongside Matt, and then... Like I said, Rachel knows John. Rachel knows you. So it's uh, Melanie knows about everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Melanie is an encyclopedia of LRG knowledge. So I'm interested to see how those outside of the game dynamics play out versus the in-game dynamics. What are you excited to see from Blue, Stephen? I'm excited to see some confessionals from people discussing you know, the banana theft. I'm curious to see like if anyone is putting two and two together, just like, man, how could they do that? And I'm curious to see... like. You know, of the of these four like new former Chaos Tribe members, you know, like do we see some sort of pecking order emerge between the two? Is there any is there any strife between them, or you know, like can and if there is, is do we see Doctor Jamie be able to dig into it? We will definitely see. What I will say is, every person on this cast played very hard. So for sure, you can tell it's it's awesome to see that nobody's giving up in this game. So. Huh? Uh, Drew, Sharif, just thank you so much for for, 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 for coming here together for us to talk about this episode. Sharif, you know, again, this is it was a blast having you this podcast. I, I love hearing your perspective. Yes. It. I, you let us know what you think when next episode airs tomorrow night sometime in the evening. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, guys. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I'll keep watching and rooting for you guys over here. Absolutely. So, uh, and we will be back with another recap for episode five, uh, which airs tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will be back uh, for this recap on Tuesday evening. We do not have a time lockdown, but it will be on Tuesday evening. Um, and we will be joined by Michael O'Rear. And we will dig into the drama that happens, hopefully, with these other two tribal councils. Uh, until then, thank you, everyone, for joining. Don't forget to follow Surviving Bloomington on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And then, of course, don't forget to follow Live Reality Games on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere else uh, to keep up with what all we have going on. There are a lot of games airing currently and a lot of games casting. So definitely keep up with Live Reality Games and LRG Casting. But until yeah. Tuesday, Stephen. So see you Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone.